1: How many of you know that things don't always work out like they planned, like we planned them? In fact, how many times do things work out exactly like you did plan them? Well, unless you're very special, the answer is not very often. You know, and it's okay to have a plan. I mean, some people, like my daughter Ashley, they have to have a plan. But so many times our life doesn't go like we plan it. And when our plans fail, or they get stopped in their tracks, or it gets totally changed, it's our nature to get frustrated and become disappointed and discouraged, and sometimes even angry. And it's especially frustrating when we felt like we were in the will of God as we were working on the plan that suddenly got derailed. Has this ever happened to anyone? I want to share some words of encouragement to anyone today who's experiencing some change of plans. Because living for Christ means that we have to use these experiences to grow stronger in our faith and to trust God. The Lord said to Joshua, Haven't I commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord God is with you wherever you go. Well, if I was Joshua, that's pretty much all I needed to hear. Right there. Let me tell you a story. Some years back, my brother Glenn and I were determined to acquire a factory up in Pennsylvania that made barbell sets. We were so excited to have the opportunity to have that position in that that business up there on the east side of the country. The company was in bankruptcy, though, which meant that we had to spend a lot of time up there working with the bankruptcy court and the creditors and all the employees. We got our entire management team involved, and we spent the better part of three months working on this deal. Well, when the day came for the judge to approve our offer... Our biggest competitor showed up in the courtroom and made a better offer than us. Well, the judge was upset because they had worked with us for all these months. But he had no choice but to allow them to bid against us for the company. Our competitor was much larger and richer than we were. We didn't stand a chance. They offered more than we could. And they became the new owners. We lost. We came back to Texas defeated and discouraged. Not only were we the loser, but our enemy became stronger by their victory. But a few years later, the Chinese import of barbell sets had become so low that that factory up there could no longer compete, and they had to shut it down. A few more years later, the company that outbid us made a few more bad decisions, and they went out of business too. With them out of the way, we continued to grow. You see, we believed that we had the right plan. It all made sense to us then. And when our plan failed, we we couldn't understand it. But the Lord knew. And to our dismay, He worked it out. So that our failure was in fact not a failure at all. You see, we have to trust God that He knows what's best for us. Even when the plan we believe is the right, that is the right one falls apart. The Word says that all things work together for good to those that love God. And we have to take hold of that promise today because things could change tomorrow. When things don't work out the way we planned, we can't ask, why me, Lord? Instead, we have to say, okay, what now, Lord? Did you know that when things don't work out like we planned, it doesn't mean that we were walking out of step with the Lord at all. God doesn't waste His time or ours. He will use all of our past experiences to help us live for Him and to serve His purpose in the future. And we have to remember this. It's not God's job to fulfill our plans. But it's our job to fulfill His In the first chapter of Philippians, the Apostle Paul is writing a letter to his friends there, and it's a beautiful, inspiring passage of encouraging words. They're full of hope and optimism. And you can just feel the joy of the Lord in his writings. He barely mentions what they already knew, that he was writing this letter from inside a Roman prison, in chains. Not knowing whether he would live or die there. Well, you know, Paul had a vision for the early church. And I'm sure that he had plans on how to reach the entire world for Christ. But we know a lot of things happened to Paul that surely wasn't a part of his master plan. And being thrown in prison was probably one of those. But what a marvelous example that Paul is. ...to us for how to not let our circumstances change our commitment to our ultimate goal. So when things don't work out the way that we plan, the Apostle Paul had the best perspective on it. Just listen to what he said. But one thing I do. Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead... I press on. I press on. I press on. Toward the goal, to win the prize for which God has called me, heavenward, in Christ Jesus. You see, our plans might change, but Jesus is Lord. And we press on. We press on.
0: Don't go away. On the bright side, we'll be right back.
2: The slide. It's what I liked best at the playground as a kid. I got a feeling of freedom, like I could do anything, and I loved it. Now, as an adult, I still love the slide, but it's the Slide Z flashlight from Nebo Tools. That's S-L-Y-D-E. The Slide Z is a two-in-one high-intensity flashlight with a powerful work light concealed inside the flashlight body. You just slide it to reveal. With the four times adjustable zoom, fully deemable beam, and instant on feature, I get a feeling of freedom, like I can do anything. You can find Nebo Tools Intensely Bright Flashlights at your local batteries plus hardware stores everywhere and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Check out all the bright ideas at NeboTools.com, including my favorite, the Slide Z. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way.
0: For the ultimate in flashlights, depend on Nebo Tools. Sometimes a flashlight is more than just a flashlight. In the case of Bill from Dallas, his Nebo LED light was a true lifesaver.
3: Dear Nebo Tools, my new pocket LED flashlight came in handy in diverting the crazy drivers at my accident. At 4.30 in the morning, another driver plowed into the back of my car. Other cars came flying up the road. I was flipping my Nebo Tools LED light from side to side until the police got there with flares. I walked away from this one.
0: Nebo Tools Intensely Bright Flashlights are available at your local Batteries Plus, hardware stores everywhere, or at nebotools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order. Nebo Tools for the ultimate in flashlights. Check out all the bright ideas at NeboTools.com and like Nebo Tools on Facebook for a chance to win a free flashlight. Welcome back to On the Bright Side. Email Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org and let him know you're listening. Well, okay, maybe you
1: haven't heard of that, that little disease described in the drama a minute ago. But there is a good chance that you suffered from it at some time or another and some of you could even even be suffering from it right now cirrhosis of the giver (laughs) unfortunately it's all too common an affliction in the church today and you know it's not so hard to understand how it happens The financial pressures that we face today can be overwhelming and we can have the best intentions when it comes to tithing and giving. But then the unexpected expense arises. Car breaks down. The air conditioning needs fixing. Kids need braces. Could be anything, instead of, but instead of just paying for all of them because we can't, we just start managing all of them. Is any of this sounding familiar to anybody? And the way that we manage them is that we start to to pay the squeakiest wheel first. And when these, these very trying times happen, and don't we all wish that they didn't happen so often, sometimes we can fail at our tithing or our giving. And we feel bad about it. There's no question. But I want to encourage you today that there is a better way To deal with these overwhelming financial situations. And it starts by understanding what happens when we fail in our giving this way. But the first thing is, we have to recognize that God is never going to be the squeaky wheel. All of your creditors will call you to collect. And they will keep calling you. But God will never do it. He clearly keeps tithing and giving as a voluntary act of your will. And even though God instructed us to tithe, and he expects us to, it's entirely up to you to do it. And the second thing we need to understand is that it's normal for you to face financial struggle in your life. And your financial struggle is an opportunity for God to reveal himself as God the provider. And when we fail to prioritize our tithing and giving above the squeaky wheels, we squander this remarkable opportunity to watch God intervene in our life. When it comes to tithing, just listen to what the Lord says. He said, test me now in this. And see if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you a blessing until there's no more need you see it takes faith to test this principle but God's promises is there for all of us nonetheless and finally when we're overcome with financial struggles we need to recognize that that is exactly the time when we need to make sure that we're faithful with our giving because financial pressures may come and they may come often But the opportunity to break out of them and experience God's blessings, both financial and in other areas of our life, only exist when we trust God for them. Remember the teachings of Malcolm McGregor. He said you can do more with 90% of your income in partnership with God than 100% of your income without him. There's no denying that financial problems can be among the most discouraging things that, that affect our life. But one of those problems, it, 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 it seems like it, it, that when financial problems hit us, it, it makes us feel like there's just no hope for things to get better. But I want to encourage you today that there is hope. And things will get better. And you can do something about it. You can claim God's promises for your situation. You can test him on tithing and giving. And you can live expecting God's blessings on your family, on your life, and on your finances. Just listen to the wisdom of the word. It says, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. You know what that means? That means something good is going to happen in Jesus name
0: don't go away on the bright side we'll be right back
4: for those times when you need a powerful dependable light that you don't have to hold with your hands the Nebo Tools dual headlamp is your all powerful hands free lighting solution the dual headlamps on-off push button allows you to easily cycle through all four light modes, from intense white light to pulsing red beacon instantly. A low signature red light mode allows for enhanced night vision and low light reading. The 250 lumen power LED mode spot beam reaches over 400 feet, and a wide flood beam fully illuminates your immediate area. Tough.
0: Welcome back to On the Bright Side. Email bobby at onthebrightside.org and let him know you're listening.
1: It's great to be in God's house today, isn't it? Okay, now I want to share on the subject of prosperity for a minute. How many could use a little prosperity in their life right now? Okay, before I start, here's a little prosperity humor. You ready? A woman was talking to her friend over lunch. My husband just told me I was the one responsible for making him a millionaire. Really, said her friend, what was he before you married him? There was a pause. A billionaire? Okay. Prosperity. I want to take you back, way back into the word, all the way to Genesis for a second where God teaches us about prosperity. And he does it through the life of a young man named Joseph. Now, what's interesting about one of the first lessons on prosperity is that God uses an oxymoron to do it. Now, in case you think an oxymoron is a distant relative of yours, <laughs> let, me expra- let, me, let me explain. An oxymoron is when you combine contradicting terms. For example, if you say airline food, that's an oxymoron to me. If you say working vacation, it's an oxymoron. Here's my favorite one, congressional ethics. That's unfortunately sometimes an oxymoron. hope there's no politicians here, by the way. But in Genesis chapter 39, it says, And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. He was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. So Joseph is identified as prosperous. And yet, from the verses right before this, we learn that Joseph was a slave, having been been sold into slavery by his own brothers. So our lesson on prosperity comes from the life of a prosperous slave. Which is certainly a contradiction in terms of our understanding of prosperity. You know, one thing that I love about the word of God is that I don't believe God made any mistakes in it. Do you? I believe he had a reason for everything. And I don't think it was an accident that way back in the beginning, God pointed out to us through the story of Joseph... That being prosperous and having prosperity is not about making money and accumulating wealth at all. Joseph was a young man who came to know the Lord as a teenager. He sought after the will and destiny God called him to. And and though he had setbacks along the way, he trusted God. He had integrity. His prosperity was his promise because of his relationship. With God. You see, God views prosperity much differently than we do. Material things are not the only indicator of prosperity. True prosperity is simply knowing that God is with you in good times and bad times. True prosperity is His vision alive in your heart. True prosperity is not found in finances, but in the favor and blessings of God. His anointing. His power that's at work in your life. And if we think that God's favor is just the increase in our finances, then listen, we have a diminished view and a limited view of God. And we need to have our eyes opened to the true prosperity that God can give us. Joseph was a slave in the house of a rich and powerful man, yet God saw Joseph as the prosperous one. Joseph knew he was prosperous because he knew prosperity comes from God, not man, because he trusted God. He had a confidence on the inside that was not affected by his circumstances on the outside. The word says this, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he Who gives you the ability to produce wealth. And so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. I think there's an important lesson in the story of Joseph, the prosperous slave, and that is this. We need to stop interpreting so many of God's principles as relating to just finances. Joseph had a prosperity mentality. And he lived a very successful life. He had many accomplishments. But God didn't measure his prosperity by what he had on the outside, but from what he had on the inside. And what he had on the inside is where all this prosperity came from, including the sizable external wealth he ultimately created. The word also says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, Just as your soul prospers. Today, I want you to know that you can prosper in the Lord and in the world because of the confidence and faith you have in Jesus Christ. You can prosper just like Joseph. Even if you feel like a slave sometimes. You can prosper even in tough financial times. So don't get discouraged. Anticipate his blessings and favor in your life and I promise you, something good will happen in Jesus name can you say amen this morning you've been listening
0: to On the Bright Side brought to you by Nebo Tools Nebo Flashlights respected by emergency professionals are found in homes and businesses across America each weekday entrepreneur business owner life coach Bobby Bollinger brings business spiritual and practical applications to inspire you to live life to the fullest get on the bright side with the bright ideas at NeboTools.com. And let Bobby know you're listening with an email to Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org.
3: If you're looking for something to chirp about, try the Nebo Tools Cricket. It's fun, functional, and more than just a flashlight. This versatile 3-in-1 LED light features a 240-lumen work light, bright spotlight, and intense red light. The Cricut has a unique swivel design that allows the flashlight head to rotate 90 degrees into a forward-facing light. The magnetic base and steel clip provide convenient hands-free lighting. Made of anodized aircraft-grade aluminum, the Cricut is water- and impact-resistant. The Cricut is unlike any other flashlight you've had before. This light is truly fun, functional, and versatile, and it's definitely worth chirping about. Find Nebo Tools' intensely bright flashlights, including the fun, functional, and versatile Cricut at Batteries Plus Bulbs, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way.